The Detroit Sports Betters Podcast is back with the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. I am Matt Kowalas from Detroit Sports Betters, and wildcard weekend did not disappoint. We had some great games, and I believe only one upset as the San Francisco 49ers went on the road and beat the Dallas Cowboys. But let me tell you something, guys. After the game, I saw the San Francisco 49ers walk out. And I wish so badly I saw that before the game because I would have taken my bet that was on the Dallas Cowboys. I would have cashed out. I would have put it all on the 49ers. And then I would have put my house on the 49ers with it because that was the hypest walkout I have ever watched in my life. And if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend checking it out on Twitter because it's just the entire San Francisco 49ers team walking out to the game. They have a huge speaker and the whole team is just bumping bumping Kodak Black Super Gremlin. And again, is the hypest, hypest walkout I have ever watched. That team looked ready. They looked loose. They were ready to harness the moment. And they did. Offensively, defensively, they came out and beat the shit out of the Cowboys. And that's what they get. Because they do this every single year. They think they can just walk out. Hey, we're the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to take this. Mike McCarthy is not a good coach. Dak Prescott has been choking in situations like this. And Zeke Elliott is just not the Zeke of old. And when you take a look at this team and how star-studded they are, they're not going to be able to pay everyone going forward. This team is going to split up and they are missing their window. And that's what they get because they lost me a bet. All right. But even though we lost on the Dallas Cowboys, I don't even like the Cowboys. I just don't like losing bets. But even though we lost on the Cowboys, we did hit on the Rams, Chiefs, Bucks, Bills, and the under in the Raiders and Bengals game. So all in all, that led us to a five and four week in terms of the Detroit sports betters wildcard weekend picks and plays in the green once again. But I want to, rem- to remind all of the listeners, because we are getting some new listeners because of the fact that myself, Mike, and Kyle opened up the new brand and company in Global Goats NFTs. This is a sports-related NFT company and a sports gambling related NFT company. So we are getting a lot of new listeners from the Global Goats Discord, which has around 7,000, six or 7,000 members right now. So I do, I appreciate those new members, but a friendly reminder that this is not financial advice. At the end of the day, the picks and plays that you make are up to you. And although we had a very successful season, we finished at 63% um, in hit percentage, It is still on you at the end of the day, just like it's on me at the end of the day, okay? So just a friendly reminder, I'm only trying to steer us in the right direction always. I want to give us the best picks and plays possible, but again, not financial advice. Just always have to kind of say that and make it known. But good news for Detroit sports bettors. Not only are we on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, we have also extended our partnership with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is celebrating a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, you can get 56 to one odds on any team. 
Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? You can still get in on the action with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DSB and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team in the playoffs. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code DSB for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Hotline at 800 270 21 plus Michigan only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Woo! Ah, that's a mouthful, but let's get it. If you're a new a new member of Detroit Sports Betters and you are looking for a new app to download, I cannot recommend DraftKings Sportsbook enough. That's where I've made a lot of my money. That's where I made all of my money to open up my company, Serenity Medical CBD. So highly recommend them, but let's get to it. It's the divisional round of the playoffs. We are going to start in the order of the game. So the first game will be Saturday at 4.30 p.m. And we have the Cincinnati Bengals going against the Tennessee Titans, okay? And going into this game, I really did have a lot of trouble with this because the Bengals, they're just the fun team. They're the sexy team. They're the team that I picked to win the division at plus 2,500, and that hit. They got Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. You know, they're just a fun team to watch. But, but with that being said, I think this is the end of the road for them. I do. And, you know, if you take a look at last week against the Las Vegas Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders don't even really run the football that well. And the Bengals were giving up seven yards per carry. The Bengals are also losing one of their best defensive tackles in Larry Ongunjobi. Ongunjobi, I think I'm saying that wrong, but hopefully you guys know who that is. He's the kind of their run stopper, the guy who plugs the middle, and potentially Trey Hendrickson, who is their best pass rusher and leads the team in sacks. Right now, he is projected to play, but he is going to be banged up, and there is potential for re-injury when that does happen. Then, in addition to that, diving into that seven yards per carry a little more, now they go against the Tennessee Titans, who is one of the best teams in the NFL at running the football. This is the infamous return of Derrick Henry, the absolute freight train. And let me say this, too, because I believe the Tennessee Titans did exactly what they needed to do. They needed to get this by so they can get Derrick Henry back. They have an extra an extra week with him. And... They can develop that mesh point. They can get that feel back for the line, for the Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry, you know, with the screens, whatever it may be. That extra week gives you a week to get comfortable with everyone again because that's what I've heard other people say is, oh, well, I don't know if it's enough time for them to get comfortable. Is the mesh point going to be okay? Is the play action going to be okay? The timing, everything like that. And I think that's what that extra week does. And if you guys can recall, in week 18, I even talked about it, and I said how badly the Titans needed to win that game because they'll get the bye week, and then they'll be able to get everyone in. They'll have their full team, and they'll get everything adjusted. Because, again, 
The Bengals gave up seven, seven yards per carry last week to the Raiders. Now they go against Derrick Henry, who is the toughest in the NFL to bring, bring down, has the most yards per carry or yards per uh, carry after contact as well. So just a very dangerous position for the Bengals. Not only do they get De Derrick Henry and one of the better runners in all of football, this also opens up the play action game. And that also reintroduces Ryan Tannehill, and A.J. Brown, the Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown deep ball, the Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown deep in cut and things of that nature. And it also gives Julio Jones a chance to get healthier. You know, he's been dealing with injuries the entire season. So I do. This is a three and a half spread and minus three and a half. And I'm going to be on the Titans minus three and a half here. And I've seen money coming in from both sides with the Bengals and the Titans. You guys know how I feel about point fives. So if I'm taking the Titans here, I am fairly confident about it. And I really am here because this is still a Bengals team that gave up 51 sacks in the entire season. They played better against the Raiders pass rush, but this is also a Titans team who, you know, they are very good all over. They're not exceptional, like top three anywhere, but they're very good, like top 10 pass, top, top 10 rushing defense, and uh, just a tough team to beat, especially in Tennessee. You know, the weather's not going to be a factor here or anything like that. And I get how how swaggy and cool the Bengals are. They look like a confident team. Joe Burrow looks like one of those quarterbacks who can take the next step. But at the end of the day, this team has already overproduced what kind of everyone thought coming into the season. And I personally believe the Cincinnati Bengals are one year away or two years away from making that true run. Joe Burrow needs to get that experience under him. You know, they need to maybe a couple more pieces on that defense and to add to that offensive line. Then, then this team will be very dangerous and be ready to make a run. One thing that Tennessee does very well is they control the clock. Now that they have Derrick Henry as well, I think they control it even more going against the Bengals. And when you're playing from behind, um, Joe Burrow, very talented, very bright future, but it, you know, he hasn't been in these situations in the playoffs before. Does he press? Does he throw it into some tight windows? You know, does he get a timely interception? You know, I think that remains to be seen. So for me, I'm going to be on the Titans minus three and a half here. And I also am going to keep an eye out for that Derrick Henry rushing prop. I think he goes over a hundred yards in this one. I think this is a huge boost to the entire Tennessee team. You know, this is the league MVP. You know, this is a boost for the defense. This is a boost for the quarterback, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, everyone. So, again, I'm going to be on the Titans minus three and a half. I feel like this will move down to three. I really feel like it'll move down to three because the Bengals are the sexy pick. That's who people want to take. But if it doesn't, if it does not, that's almost a sign that the books want you to take the Bengals at plus three and a half. So just putting that out there for me right now, I will be on the Bengals minus three and a half. And as the week has gone on, I've started to like this one more and more. So again, Saturday, 4.30 p.m., I will be on the Titans minus three and a half. Moving on, moving on to that night game. It's the San Francisco 49ers going against the Green Bay Packers. Right now, this is a Packers minus five and a half spread. And to me, this whole thing hinges on one player, 
one player, and that is the status of Nick Bosa, star defensive end. And the San Francisco 49ers really need him to suit up. You know, this is a five and a half point spread. That's a big spread. If Bosa's in, I'm going with the 49ers. If Bosa is out, I'm probably going with the Packers, even though it's a five and a half point spread. The the weakness of the San Francisco 49ers is that secondary. Okay. The way, the way that that secondary is not in trouble or that Aaron Rodgers does not get to him is if you can get him off his spot. If you have people who can rush the quarterback, who can potentially create a turnover, create that key sack that takes a second and three to a third and 13 or something like that. That man is Nick Bosa. He is the one that can make that game-changing play. And to add to, I mean, the Green Bay Packers are six and one over their last seven against the spread at home. And, you know, it's just a it's a very tough team to come in and play, especially in Lambeau. You know, the Green Bay Packers are also getting Jair Alexander back, one of the, an all pro corner. And one thing that you can see from this game is if, in fact, the Green Bay Packers, if they get ahead, if they can get up 10. The game comes into Jimmy Garoppolo's hands. We saw him make that slight mistake last week against the Dallas Cowboys, and there was no pressure on him. They were playing very well, and he still let the ball get away from him, and it almost became very costly. If the same thing happens in Green Bay, and Green Bay is up 10 or something like that, and Garoppolo starts forcing that football, you know, like I've said, and you know, that stat last week, he had another interception. So Jimmy Garoppolo has nearly thrown an interception in 60% of his games this season, and probably around 23% of the games this year, he's thrown two interceptions. So for me, everything does come down to that. Once again, the Packers are similar to the Cowboys in the sense that the way that you beat them is running the football, which San Francisco 49ers are very, very good at running the football. You know, they need to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. They need to keep Devontae Adams off the field, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, everyone, you know, and that's the way that you do it. Running the football with Elijah Mitchell, with Debo Samuel. And let me say what an absolute stud Debo Samuel is. That guy is lightning out there. He makes fast people look slow. It's just amazing. And, you know, that's why, you know, when you get five and a half points and you're talking about George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, you know, all the Elijah Mitchell, all these guys who are coming out and are very talented. It's tough when you give a team that many points. But without Nick Bosa, I think Aaron Rodgers is really going to shred them. Another thing that I want to point out is that the Green Bay Packers are one of the better red zone teams in the entire NFL. That's why I'm okay with a five and a half point spread if, in fact, Bosa is out. Because when they get into the red zone, they convert into touchdowns. They don't convert into field goals more often than not. So that's why I would go there. But for me, this really does hinge on Nick Bosa. I have to wait on this just because he is that important of a player in my eyes. Another thing I want to throw out as well, weather. Weather can be very, very big in this game. If it gets snowy, if it gets very windy, where it's tough for Aaron Rodgers to throw the football, go with the 49ers. Go with the 49ers all day because that is the team that is better. They're they're more balanced on defense in terms of run defense and pass defense. They run the football very, very well. They control the clock. Their play calling 
is very unique. It's dynamic. They move players around the field. They have a lot of players who touch the football. They have a lot of players who can run the football. So if the weather does get bad, I would 100% go with the San Francisco 49ers. Right now, I'm 49ers plus five and a half because I do believe Bosa is going to play. But if he doesn't, I might be switching to that minus five and a half. I do think he's that important. Okay. So sorry to kind of have a split there, but I just need to know more about Nick Bosa. He's just such a dynamic player. He's that at that edge rusher. He's the guy that can move Aaron Rodgers around. He's the guy that can get that potential strip back, strip sack and change the game. They need him here. Moving on, we have the LA Rams going against the Tampa Bay Bucks. This is a minus three spread for the Buccaneers. And you guys know where I'm going here. My preseason pick was the LA Rams to win the Super Bowl. I think they looked great last week, and I'm going to keep rolling with it. And here's why, all right? For one, these are very similar teams. The Rams were sixth in the league in rushing yards given up per play. The Bucs were third. Rams were fifth in terms of passer rating allowed. The Bucs were eighth. The offenses, on the other hand, the Rams were 25th in terms of rushing yards per game. The Bucs were 26th. And then when you take a look at the passing, the, um, the Buccaneers were first in terms of passer rating around the league and the Rams were, th- were third. I don't know if I said that correct. Bucks were first Rams were third in terms of pass rating around the league. But one key thing that I want to point out here is these are year long stats. That means that includes Chris Godwin. That means that includes Antonio Brown as well. That includes Leonard Fournette. And then on top of that, they are also missing some key offensive linemen for this matchup. What is the number one way to beat Tom Brady? Pressuring him up the middle. Who do they have up the middle? None other than Aaron Donald, maybe the most talented player in the entire NFL. Then now they have on the edge, they have um, Von Miller, who's really, he's getting his flow back. They have Jalen Ramsey. They even added Eric Weddle back where, I mean, that remains to be seen, but he's like a coach on the field as well. He is a, a very good presence for the Rams to have back there. And I thought he moved pretty good when I was watching him, you know? Um, One thing I will say is the LA Rams do lose a day of preparation because of Monday night football and they are traveling across the country, but This Rams defense has really been gelling over their last seven games. They've given up an average of 17.1 points per game. And I honestly think they give the Bucs a rude awakening here. The teams that the Buccaneers have faced since Chris Godwin went down, since Antonio Brown, I know Antonio Brown was last week, but they were missing him in the middle of that as well. But this is the first good team that the Buccaneers would face without some of their star players like the Chris Godwins, like the Antonio Browns, like the Leonard Fournettes, you know, people forgot. I mean, how important was playoff Lenny last year? You know, he was incredibly important in that Super Bowl run. So I think that's all things that you have to keep in mind here. This Rams team is hungry. They are ready. You know, a lot of it does hinge on Matt Stafford. You know what I mean? What Matt Stafford are we going to get here? Are we going to get that Matt Stafford that looks like an absolute MVP? Or are we going to get the one that looks like a rookie quarterback? I personally believe we are going to get the MVP Matt Stafford. I think this is going to be a close game, but if you're giving me the Rams plus three, I will definitely take that. But I also believe the LA Rams win this one outright. 
too much going on with the Buccaneers. There's, I mean, there's even distractions that people haven't talked about with the Antonio Brown stuff and all that. So too many injuries, distractions. I think it's time for the Bucs to go home. With some of their linemen hurt as well, it opens up pressure to the middle to get into Tom Brady's face. Tom Brady can even make some mistakes sometimes. So I'm going to be with the Rams here, plus three. <clears throat> and then moving on to the last game of the divisional round, which is the Buffalo Bills going against the Kansas City Chiefs. Before I do, though, I want to talk about another group partner that Detroit Sports Betters has, and that is our DFS Sportsbook in Prize Picks DFS. I'm talking about Prize Picks now because the best two games to target will be the Rams against the Bucks and the Bills against the Chiefs. If you guys can recall, some of the strategy that I use on a week-to-week basis, especially with player props, is high totals, pace up spots, okay? Just like basketball, just like football. The Rams and Bucks, I believe that will be a very fast game. You know, um, players like Cooper Cup, I think he has a very good chance to rebound. And someone that I have been going with almost every single week right now is just Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. and Matt Stafford have really been clicking, getting it going. Um, they're, st- they're starting to get that match point down. OBJ is really showing that he's still an incredibly talented receiver in the league, scoring on almost every single play. Another thing that I would like is Cam Akers receiving yards. He is their receiving back. He will be the check down back here. I think they're going to stress on Matt Stafford to really play this game safe. Take your check downs when you need it. And that's Cam Akers. That's not Sony Michelle. Cam Akers really proved last week in the wild card that he is the more talented runner when comparing to Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle might be the bigger guy for the red zone, but I think Cam Akers has a unique spot to potentially get some receiving yards, maybe a couple grabs, two or three. So I would take a look at that as well with Prize Picks DFS. And again, if you are someone who is new to the podcast and you're looking to sign up with Prize Picks DFS, Prize Picks is legal in states where sports gambling is not. Okay, so there's a chance that you can still get in on the action. And if you would like to and you want to sign up, use the code DSB because when you do, you get a hundred percent money match for up to a hundred dollars. Again, that is code DSB when you sign up using Pride Prize Picks for a 100% money match. This is one of the coolest new apps out there. It is really taking off in Detroit sports betters. I feel like everyone is using it now, which again, guys, I greatly appreciate it. And when you're looking at the Bills and Chiefs game, you know, I like Stefan Diggs here. I think this guy has got to break out one of these games. He's going to have one of those seven, eight, nine reception games for 100 yards and a tutty. And I think this could be it, okay? And when evaluating the Bills against the Kansas City Chiefs. Right now, this is a minus two spread for the Kansas City Chiefs. And guys, I'm telling you, the Kansas Chiefs are, you know, a top, top three favorite team in the league for me. But I'm with the Bills here. I'm with the Bills. I just think this is the Bills year for the AFC. And when you when you look at these two teams, I think they're equally as talented. I really do. And Josh Allen has proven that he can take over games, not only with just his arm, but with his legs as well. And right now what this Buffalo team has that they didn't have before and, you know, kudos to them because you guys have heard me talk about this on the podcast and I was ripping Buffalo. I was saying how they have no run game. They're, they're not made for the cold weather, anything like that. 
And I still don't 100% know if they're made for the cold weather, but they have developed this run game with Devin Singletary identifying himself as the team's number one back. It seems like he's scoring in just about every game, getting around 90 yards per game now. And they've developed a far more balanced offense. So now these teams can't only hone in on Josh Allen, who is definitely the most talented player on the team, the leader of the team, and, you know, the best player on the team. So that that is huge going into this. And not only that, the Bills are 9-3-2 and two against the spread as road underdogs, and the Bills are 6-2 and two against the spread in Arrowhead Stadium over the, the recent past couple of years. And this includes earlier in the year when the Bills went into Arrowhead and won 38-20. <clears throat> One thing, too, that's, you know, it, it's nice here because the Bills lost last year in the AFC championship to the chiefs. So that's still fresh on their memory. You know, yes, the chiefs have the revenge factor for earlier this year, but the bills still have that fresh on their mind. And another reason that I like the bills here is because this Kansas city team has been somewhat inconsistent this year. You know, Kansas city is four and 11 against the spread when scoring at least 40 plus points the game before. And, you know, not only just the offense, I believe this defense has finally come back down to earth. You know, I never thought this defense was that good. I don't know how they were playing that good, but their last three leading into the playoffs, they gave up 34 to the Bengals, 24 to the Broncos and 21 to the Steelers. And I understand 24 to the Broncos and 21 to the Steelers isn't like a crazy amount of points. But when you look at those two offenses and the Broncos and the Steelers, it's kind of a lot of points for for those two, two offenses. Now you're looking at the Buffalo bills, who's probably going to put up at least 27, I would say on this chiefs defense. And now you have to sit here and think, do you think the, do you think the, uh, the chiefs get more? Do you think they score more than 27, 30, 33? I think that's where the bills are going to be hanging out. So that's exactly why, um, I'm going to be taking the Bills here. I like the Bills plus two. I like them to win this game outright, obviously. I mean, the, the plus two gives you a little more security unless it it could get back to 2.5. I wouldn't be surprised in that if you want to wait a little bit longer because remember, a lot of these lines you can wait and you can see if you get a half point or a full point if you want to wait all the way till Saturday or all the way till Sunday. But for me, this entire year, this Chiefs team has not felt the same. They haven't felt like that of of years prior. You know, I had Tyreek Hill on a couple fantasy teams and he wasn't really the same fantasy player. I had Patty Mahomes on a couple fantasy teams and he wasn't that same fantasy player either. And yes, they've gotten their wins, but the whole year to me, it just didn't feel the same. It feels different. And because of that, I'm going to be going with the Buffalo Bills. I think they get over the hump this year. I think they beat the Chiefs. I think next week they beat the Titans and then they make the Super Bowl. Okay. So that's my AFC take for the Super Bowl. Um, the NFC, I'm still a little bit torn because I went with the Rams in the beginning of the year. And that's where my money is still at. I'm going to stick with the Rams here and I'm going to hope that they get to that NFC championship and I can hedge or I'll take them outright. You know what I mean? Cause I do think that, um, if the Rams were to beat the bucks, I think they should beat the bucks and will beat the bucks. I think the Rams are a tough matchup for the green Bay Packers. Yes. Green Bay has, you know, uh, probably the best quarterback in the playoff, most talented playoffs, talented quarterback in the playoffs. And I know there's some Tom Brady fans out there who might be going crazy, but I do believe Aaron Rodgers is more talented. I think Tom Brady just kind of harnesses those moments a little better and he's more clutch, but that's what makes regular players and goat players different. So 
With that being said, though, guys, let me go over all of the picks and plays for the divisional round this week. First off, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. This is the Saturday game. The Cincinnati Bengals traveling on the road to go against the Tennessee Titans. There's a minus three and a half spread for the Titans, and that's where we're going in this one. Then we have the San Francisco 49ers traveling on the road to go against the Green Bay Packers. We will be on the San Francisco 49ers plus five and a half. But remember, this comes down to Nick Bosa. After that, we have the L.A. Rams traveling across the country to go against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that is a minus three spread for the Buccaneers. We'll be on the Rams plus three. And then lastly, lastly, we have the Buffalo Bills traveling to Kansas City. This is a Kansas City Chiefs minus two spread right now. And we will be on the Buffalo Bills plus two. Okay, and that is it for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. As always, I appreciate you guys tuning into the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. If you are not following Detroit Sports Betters on all forms of social media, please check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter at Detroit Betters. We have an Instagram. Obviously, the podcast is on both Apple and Spotify. We have a YouTube. And then if you feel like looking at my picks and plays, my Twitter is at Conanis picks. All right, guys, that is it again for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. I am Matt Kowalas and I am out. Good luck in the divisional weekend, y'all. Peace.